As we step into a new calendar year, we've learned from ADP's latest small business study that the uncertainty of the economy is still a concern for small business owners. There may be further economic turbulence ahead, and that's why today's discussion will be centered around recognizing what financial health means to a small business owner and how your financial institution can help you be prepared. Welcome to HRpreneur. I'm Jim Duffy. From Main Street to your street, the HRpreneur podcast is centered around helping small businesses like yours gain the knowledge you need from HR, payroll, and hiring to time, taxes, benefits, and insurance. Today, I'll be turning the episode over to my colleague, Stefan Pearson, who was joined by Kevin Rankin from Wells Fargo. Enjoy the episode. We're joined by Kevin Rankin, Lead Business Execution Consultant at Wells Fargo Bank. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Definitely excited for today's convo and your involvement in the episode. Before we hop into the discussion at hand, I like your brief participation in a segment called Get to Know Your Guests. Just going to lob a couple questions in your direction for the audience to learn you a little bit better, then segue into today's topic. So to lead off with this segment, we'll just start off with an easy question. If you could just talk to us about where you're from and just kind of give us a little bit of context surrounding that. Yeah, so I grew up in a small West Texas town called Midland. Um, I lived in Texas most of my entire life um, before I actually moved out to the East Coast and moved around in some different states, such as North Carolina, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Um, but I am now back in Texas and live in Austin. Okay. Wow. All right. So that means that you're kind of like a journeyman or you're well-versed in traveling. Um, I'm always like jealous or envious of people who have those experiences. So our next question is, you know, how did you get started working with Wells Fargo? So roughly about almost 19 years ago, I started with a teller at Wells Fargo Bank. And the reason why I chose that was I actually opened my first bank account with Wells Fargo when I was 16. Um, throughout my entire career, there's been some sort of focus on small business. And so the last two years, I was able to shift over to a role that allowed me to focus purely on small business, which I think is very important to the economy of the U.S., I think that's pretty cool that you had an interaction at such a young age with opening up an account with Wells Fargo. Now you're working for them, creating like this full circuit moment for yourself. Again, I appreciate the quick glimpse into your background. Now let's pivot to today's primary focus, financial health for small businesses. Now what does that mean exactly for small business owners? So think about the steps that you take for your personal financial health, such as having a stable income, a healthy credit score, or spending less than what you're bringing in, like an emergency savings, et cetera. All of those things are just as important for the financial health of a small business. The words may be different, which we will cover in a bit, but then I think of the areas of a small business that need strong financial health. I think of operating efficiency, profitability, and working capital. I recently had one small business owner tell me, I am not sweating the day-to-day -day operations of my business when I'm feeling financially healthy. That's like a sigh of relief to have those reassurances in place as a small business owner, knowing that your business is in financial shape. We know that some businesses are still reeling from the residual effects of the pandemic. Now, the COVID-19 crisis exposed stark differences in the fortunes between small businesses that are well-capitalized and those that are cash flow challenged. Some survive and others even thrive. So what are some lessons that can be extracted from the companies that have been successful during this type of crisis? COVID-19 taught us a lot. And one important thing was ensuring that you have a plan in place for your small business to have working capital 
in case you have a drastic reduction in income. Just as a consumer does with building a nest egg or emergency savings, a small business needs to do the exact same thing. There are a few ways to do this. You could start by building a cash reserve. This could be having a set number of months worth of expenses saved in cash that you would feel comfortable with. Another avenue you can explore is having a revolving line of credit in place for emergencies only. I also recommend that you are building a relationship with your bank. Having a small business banker by your side can help you with everyday management of your business and help you prepare for any unanticipated emergency. I really believe that those are some action-oriented takeaways that could be applied moving forward. Now that we highlighted some lessons from a crisis scenario, what are some financial indicators that a small business owner should reference to determine the health of their overall business? The first indicator is profitability and cash flow. Simple to understand. Does your business have more income coming in than expenses going out? If your business is consistently bringing in more money than what is spending, this could be an indicator of being financially healthy. Second is your ability to access credit for the business. Small businesses use credit for many different purposes. If your business struggles to access credit, reach out to a small business banker at your financial institution and ask for guidance and advice on what you can do to be more credit ready. Your personal credit can really affect your small business's ability to access credit. They are both equally important. I think the whole personal credit angle is glossed over when it comes to qualifying for a small business loan. And another thing that I know I haven't done in a while is talk to my business banker for a check-in, which will help in this type of scenario. Now I want to shift the focus to the bank's role in the equation. How can banks like Wells Fargo prioritize small businesses' financial health? Well, small businesses are the heartbeat of our communities. They pump life into our neighborhoods, creating vibrant places to live, work, and raise families, and they are crucial to sustaining millions of local jobs. At Wells, we serve over 3 million small business customers and hold ourselves accountable to earning their trust by putting their needs front and center, innovating their experiences through digital enhancements, and evolving our support model to deepen relationships. Regardless of what bank you work with, they should offer helpful resources for small business on topics like credit and financing, cash flow management, and planning. You should also look at their partnerships and now they can help your business. For example, we partnered with the Community Reinvestment Fund USA to launch the Small Business Resource Navigator, an online portal helping connect small business owners to potential financing options and technical assistance through community development finance institutions, also known as CDFIs, across the country. Small businesses should look for this kind of support from their banker. Not going to lie, a lot of good nuggets in there, a lot of good takeaways, and there's nothing like a good prioritization scale, right, especially when it comes to your small business. Um, I feel like you should just definitely be my financial advisor at this point, but, you know, are there, like, other key personnel within a bank that a small business should take advantage of, and who else would be a key source of advice and guidance for small business owners outside of the bank? I would ask if they have a team who specializes in small businesses and can help with achieving your small business goals. At Wells, we have small business bankers in our branches that brings in a team of partners within our bank experienced in helping small businesses. But I also think about the network of professionals you want to have around you. Someone like an accountant, a tax advisor, 
or someone that can provide legal advice, and even an insurance agent are all key resources for any business. Outside of those, if you haven't joined your local Chamber of Commerce, I highly recommend you do. They provide really great opportunities for your business to expand your network while also taking advantage of the programs they provide to assist small business owners just like you. I really love how you're creating an ecosystem throughout this conversation for the small business owners because the network is the net worth in these instances. Now with small business owners closely monitoring the financial pulse of their businesses, what are your thoughts on the expression measurement matters? I think of measurement matters like how you are tracking to your small business's goals. You have probably set key performance indicators, which are known as KPIs or maybe objectives and key results, also known as OKRs, for your business results. You can do the same thing by setting a KPI for the financial health of your business. This is what you are measuring, what is the current value, and what is your target value with the time-bound goal. An example could be, I want to save six months worth of expenses in the next 12 months. The action I will take is to set aside in a separate account a half month's worth of expenses each month. By 12 months, I will have six months saved. Personal note, definitely taken. That makes a lot of sense. So as we wrap up our discussion today, can you differentiate between financial health and credit health for all those out there? Yeah, they can be similar, but think of financial health as the overall picture of the small business, not just credit. We haven't touched on this yet, but being financially healthy is also being able to meet your payroll, take care of your employee benefits, being able to grow your business and more. Credit health can help with those items, but it's just one piece of the overall picture. And I definitely believe you've provided pieces to the picture, whether it was highlighting key components of gauging your overall business health or engaging the bank in general and how the bank can aid a small business owner throughout the journey. I appreciate the gap bridging convo today. Any last words for the audience? Well, first of all, Stefan, this has been a really great conversation, and I want to thank you for inviting me to join. I'd like to leave your listeners with one important point. Build a relationship with your bank and a small business banker. Your bank should have many tools and resources that will assist your small business and help it get on a path to being financially healthy. These relationships will make walking down that path just a little bit easier. I love it. Relationship building is definitely a key component and a great takeaway for today's conversation. I appreciate those parting words and your insightfulness as always, Kevin. Thank you so much for your participation in today's episode. And thank you to all of our followers and first-time listeners as we continue to bring forth other key organizations and other pivotal players that either play a significant role or impact how you operate as a small business owner in today's climate. Thank you. Presented by ADP, HRpreneur focuses on the entrepreneurs and business drivers who are shaping the growth of their companies and positively impacting the lives of their employees. With each episode, we bring you the experts, answer your questions to help you think beyond today so you can discover more success tomorrow. Thanks also to our listeners for joining us for today's episode. Be well, and we hope you'll join us again soon.